Welcome in to the Hump Day Wednesday, May 3rd Fun Astrology Podcast. Let's take a little midweek break from all this energy we were talking about yesterday. I hope that you have really affected yesterday's material positively and that you are really charged up about all of this. But today, let's take a listener question. Hi, Thomas. A long-time listener from Denmark here. I have a synthesis question. So how do you actually discover the rule of three in a chart? When I read other person's charts, it's difficult to me to find the rule of three. I think it's easy for me in the charts that I already know with the personalities I know, but not in new charts. Maybe you can help me. And thank you, by the way. I love your podcasts. Oh, thank you so much. And I love your message and your question. And isn't it amazing how you put this stuff out and somebody in Denmark, probably about halfway around the world from you, asks a question and it sounds like they're in the room with you? And you know all this technology is going to change over the next 20 years with Pluto finally moving into Aquarius for good next year. And it's all going to just get better and better. In fact, probably by the time 2045 arrives, we will be in the same room. Instantly. Somehow. All right, so let's break this apart. She was asking, basically, how do you find patterns? That's the rule of three. The rule of three is simply that there's a theme that emerges from the chart, and these patterns can be identified. And when you have two or three or four ways that the chart says the same thing, then you can pretty well take that to the bank. So part of the question that she asked also, she mentioned her own chart, her sister's chart, that she's familiar with those and can see patterns. Well, okay, now you know I got to do this. The 101 course on the funastrology.com webpage, and I don't know, maybe you're in it and maybe you're asking this related to the course. And don't forget, the Discord group is where Kristen takes a lot of these questions and goes in depth with them. So if you're in the 101 course, you also have access to a private Discord group just for course members. So you can ask these kinds of questions all the way through. But that, we talk about synthesis in there quite a bit because the whole idea is to take all the parts and then bring it together. So it sounds like you're at that point. It's just recognizing these patterns that show up in a chart that you're not familiar with that person's life. That's called doing readings. I'm thrilled that you are ready for that next step or that next phase in your astrological journey, because that's what you're wanting to do. Whether you do it professionally and you charge people for it and you book out time, maybe, maybe not. But at least what you want to be able to do is to take any chart, whether it's a natal chart or an event chart or any kind of astrological chart cast and see patterns that recur, that repeat that emphasize a point or a theme. And I'm thinking back on my own progress into this for myself. And I have to say that two things helped me in that regard. One is doing this podcast, because I was having to do that with the daily chart five times per week with a different chart. You say, well, isn't it? Isn't the chart pretty much? No, not really. <laughs> you think about, I mean, tomorrow's chart, Friday's chart, for sure, is completely different from today's. The moon moves around, things change signs, things change houses. It's constant motion. The other is, when I started doing readings, of course, then you get into that, and you're actually engaging with the person and talking to the person, and you get the feedback, and that helps as well. 
So part one of the answer to your question is just do it. Do it as often as you can. There's another thing, and this came up in my in my market trading. I follow this guy who is a really good trader, and he talks about conviction, having conviction in what you think is going to happen. Well, this is the same thing. You have conviction that you have studied these archetypes well. You know at least the foundations, and you've seen them applied in several different scenarios, either mundane corporately or in your life or your sister's life, and you realize that that same theme is likely to show up, especially if it is amplified in somebody else's life. Now, of course, that depends on their journey and where they are in their conscious realm, but if you see a particular signification in the chart, you can pretty well expect that that person was going to deal with that at one way or another, at one point or another. Now, just as I'm saying this, I'm thinking Steve Forrest's Elements series is perfect for this. Whether you get the audiobook that I narrated, the audiobooks, there's four, or you get the volume set, or both, if you have the resources, both is really valuable because you listen to the audio while you're doing things, and that just bakes in through repetition the themes that are mentioned in the book. But that is a desk reference set that you can look up basically anything in the chart, and Steve addresses it, sometimes more than once. So that would be another way that you could really ingrain into these things so that when you see something, you know that's a life theme that that person encountered on their journey. And then the other thing is you go in depth on that chart. So you have to really spend time with it. These are not five-minute speed reads. You have to dig into the chart. You have to look at the transits, the progressions, the solar arcs, etc. And you have to really dissect the information that you're going to parse from that chart. And as you're beginning, you make notes. You don't do this on the fly. You, do, you make notes and you prepare and you research and you get your books out and you write all this down. If you were going to have a conversation with somebody, you get all of your notes together first. And that's where you start to see, ah, Uranus is repeating the theme of Neptune and is repeating the theme of the moon here in this chart. And Venus is also contributing to this. And you see the common patterns reflected in different ways. Remember, we're talking about infinity. We're talking about the endless, the timeless, the omnipresent, the alpha and omega. There is no beginning or end. So all of these themes can come from different perspectives. Yes, it is possible that mind-based Mercury in some configuration has watery Neptune. And as you just look for the expressions of these planets in all kinds of different infinite ways, then all of a sudden those patterns will literally start to jump off the chart and you go, ah, wow. Be sure to write them down when they do. <laughs> All right. Hope that helps a little bit. Thank you, guys. See you back tomorrow. We'll talk about the eclipse for the next two days. <laughs>